Hello, good morning. This is Rick Pina, and I am bringing you today's word for April 13, 2020. I'm teaching a message or a series entitled Passion Week. And although Passion Week is technically over, right? It was over yesterday. I'm still teaching on it because I haven't dealt with the resurrection yet. I have to deal with the, the power of the resurrection. So today, the title of today's message is The Importance of the Resurrection. I have to teach on why the resurrection of Jesus is so important. And I believe that as you open up your heart to this message, you will truly be blessed by it. So on Friday, on Good Friday, and I told you, you know, what was good about Good Friday, we dealt with the fact that no one took Jesus's life. No one could. He willingly died for us. So Jesus willingly died for us. That was Good Friday. That's good news. But guess what? The greater news is that he didn't stay dead. After three nights and three days, Jesus rose from the dead with all power in his hand. So while I appreciate bunny rabbits and, and colorful eggs and chocolate, you know, this and that, that's cool. And I let my kids kind of do an Easter egg hunt and, and cool. You know, I'm not saying don't do those things. And I'm not like, you're so dogmatic to say that that's disrespectful to Jesus. But what I am saying is that we have to teach our children that Easter is not about that. Easter is about blood and a cross and an empty tomb, right? And so we have to preach the resurrection of Jesus and teach that to our children as well. Matter of fact, the, the importance of the resurrection, uh, uh, I can say it no better than the apostle Paul said, so, said it. So let's just read what Paul said. In 1 Corinthians chapter 15, I'm going to read for you verses 20, I mean 12 to 22 from the Passion Bible translation. As I read this to you, I want you to, to really listen. Rid yourself of all distractions and listen to what the Bible says about this. Paul said, the message we preach is Christ who has been raised from the dead. So how could any of you say that there's no resurrection of the dead? For if there's no such thing as a resurrection from the dead, then even Jesus wasn't raised from the dead. And if Christ was not raised from the dead, then our preaching has been for nothing and our faith is useless. Moreover, if the dead are not raised, then that would mean that we are false witnesses and we are misrepresenting God. And that would mean that we have preached a lie stating that God raised Jesus from the dead if in reality he didn't. If the dead are not going to be raised again, then that means that Jesus wasn't raised either. And if Christ is not alive, oh snap, Paul says, then that means that you're still dead. You're lost in your sins and your faith is a fantasy. It would also mean that those believers who are in Christ, who have passed away, have simply perished. If the only benefit that our hope in Christ has is for hope on this world, in this earth, Paul says, man, then, then we should be pitied above everyone else. But the truth is, Christ is risen from the dead as the first fruit. Jesus was the first of many, the first fruit of a great and glorious resurrection harvest of those who have died. For since death came through one man, Adam, it is fitting that the resurrection from the dead would also come through one man, Jesus the Christ. Even as all who are in Adam die, so also all of us who are in Christ shall be made alive. I'm talking about the importance of the resurrection 
today. So what does this mean to you today? I have three things to share with you on this Monday morning. Based from this text, I want you to open up your heart to receive three things. Number one, here we go. The resurrection of Jesus from the dead is the most important event in history, point blank period. It is the most important event in history, as far as I'm concerned. The Bible teaches us that in Adam, all men die. You were born in sin. You were shapen in iniquity. You were born with an inheritance. That was the inheritance of Adam. But just like all men die in Adam, every man who is in Christ has been made alive. See, you were born in sin and you, you, wasn't, you were not a sinner because you sinned. You sinned because you were born a sinner. You were born that way. And the only way to get out of that is to be born again. And so in Christ, you can be born again. And once you're born again, you have been delivered from the power of sin. Once you're born again, you are delivered from the bondage associated with the fear of death. Sin and death are no longer an issue for you because of the resurrection of Jesus. The apostle Paul said, if the resurrection of Jesus is a lie, then all of us are deceived <laughs> and we have no hope. But he says, it's not a lie though. Jesus was raised from the dead and all of us who are in Christ Jesus will experience the same resurrection. This is the gospel. This is the good news. This is what we are supposed to preach to everyone, everywhere. The father raised Jesus from the dead. So death has no power over us. Once we are in Christ, we have done all the dying we are going to do. So now when we die, after you're born again and you're done all the dying you're going to do, when you die now, when you die physically, you don't die because you are a spirit and you're already alive. So when you die, you just move from earth to heaven, from, from time to eternity, from mortal to immortality. Your spirit, man, lives on forever with Christ Jesus. This means that you don't just have, if you're born again, hope for this world, but you have hope for the world to come. And you have this hope because of the resurrection of Jesus. He was raised from the dead. No other religion has a living savior. None. You can be a member of this religion without meeting such and such. You can be a member of that religion without meeting such and such. I'm not going to name names. I don't want to be disrespectful, but listen, if you were going to be a Christian, you have to meet Christ for yourself. And the only way you can meet him, the only reason we tell you you can meet him is because he's alive. We serve a living savior. Jesus is his name. Now with the death, the burial, and the resurrection of Jesus, the father conquered Satan, hell, and the grave. Satan has been defeated. Jesus is Lord. And this gives us a living hope. This gives us a hope that will outlive this world. And this is the type of hope that can fuel us every day, no matter what's going on. You can be in the middle of a quarantine dealing with a global pandemic and still have hope. You could be in the middle of coronavirus and still get up with the spring in your step, with a smile on your face, with a song in your heart, believe in God. Why? Because I have a hope that springs eternal. I have a hope that is for this world and also for the world to come. Say amen to that. The fact that Jesus was raised from the dead means that he is alive and he is in you and he can walk with you and you get to walk with him. Now, without him, there's many things you cannot do, but with him, you can do all things. So you enter into this day and every day that follows, knowing that you serve a living savior, he is alive and he's alive in you. Say amen to that. All right. Number two. The resurrection of Jesus trans 
transformed lives back then, and it still does so today. Now, one of my mentors, Dr. Charlie Dean Palmer, who taught me in Bible college uh, many years ago, said the following. He said this about the impact that the resurrection of Jesus had on the first century church. He said, the most telling affirmation of the validity of Jesus's literal resurrection from the dead was and still remains today the dramatic change that it produced in the lives of his followers. They went from weak and faltering, wavering, a denying group of fishermen and tax collectors and et cetera, and they were transformed into the most zealous, faithful, dynamic group who ever lived. They literally became burning evangels for the cross, for the cause of Christ. And they totally turned the world upside down in the 70 years that followed Jesus's death and resurrection. Their doubts and skepticism became the basis for an aggressive boldness that would not be silenced. Woo, glory to God. They were condemned. They were threatened. They were imprisoned. They were beaten. They were commanded to be silent, but they just got right back out there into the streets and they kept preaching Jesus again, over and over again, and they could not be stopped. And listen, that same power, this is what it did for them. This is what it does for us. We cannot be stopped. Number three, and finally, I only have three things for you today. Number three, Jesus paid it all. I'm talking about everything with his death, his burial, and his resurrection. Over 500 people saw Jesus after the resurrection and before his ascension up into heaven. About 500 people saw him, and those people were impacted by seeing with their own eyes a living savior. And, and it, it did something inside of them that helped them to change the world. And what they started, we're still living over 2,000 years later. That same passion should burn in us. May you have the same type of boldness that they had to suffer. Listen, it doesn't, we should have a boldness that is not moved by the fact that oftentimes we too have to suffer. It just be, being a Christian doesn't mean that everything is going to be easy. No matter what you suffer for the cause of Christ, it pales in comparison to what he suffered for us. So his death, burial, and resurrection gives us hope. Hope now and for the world to come. Jesus endured a horrendous death. I mean, tremendous torture an excruciatingly painful ordeal, but he came out the other side of that thing as a resurrected savior. May this give you hope right now while you're dealing with some stuff. I, I know, I know, believe me, I know that right now is not easy for a lot of people. I know that a lot of people are dealing with some significant challenges in the middle of COVID-19. I got it. But the same power that kept Jesus going is the power that can keep you going. The resurrection of the dead is, is, a, is a hope that springs eternal. And not only does it give you life or, or hope for the world to come, but it also does something for you now. When you realize that Jesus paid it all and he secured your victory and he paid for everything, then his death is our death. His resurrection is our resurrection. His victory is our victory. That means that we go into every day getting to be able to enjoy what Jesus obtained for us. We're not trying to strive to attain anything. Jesus attained it all. He paid it all. Now we get to receive and maintain what he already obtained for us. This means, as I close, that victory is not just your destination. You don't just get up every morning saying, you know what, I'm going to strive for the victory. Victory is also your starting point. You actually start from a position of victory because of what Jesus did. You actually start from a position of victory because of the grace of God. You actually start from a position of victory 
And you go from victory to victory. You go from faith to faith and you do it by faith. Why? Faith in the finished work of Jesus. You get to experience everything Jesus obtained for you. That is the power of the resurrection. Let's close this message out with a declaration of faith on this Monday morning. I want you to set the tone for the whole week with your own lips. Say this, say, Father, I am convinced that your son Jesus died for me on the cross. I'm also convinced that you raised him from the dead. I have no doubt in my heart concerning it. My faith is rooted in Jesus's physical resurrection from the dead. <laughs> and since Jesus was raised from the dead, I shall be as well. And the fact that Jesus conquered Satan, hell, and the grave gives me renewed strength today. I enter this day with a living hope. I have hope for this world and also for the world to come. Jesus already obtained victory over the kingdom of darkness, and I get to walk in that victory, the victory he already provided. Victory is not just my destination. Victory is my starting point. I overcome because he overcame. I declare this by faith in Jesus' name. Amen. This is today's word. Please apply it and prosper. If you're not getting these messages, go to todaysword.org. There's a big red subscribe button. Click on it. Put in your email address there and you'll get all my notes in your email inbox every day for free. Listen, I want you to walk into this day embracing the power of the resurrection. Jesus's resurrection power is available to you. Embrace it. Think about it. Meditate on it. Get excited about the fact that you have a hope, not just for the world to come, but for right now. You're not, you're not living your life just focused on dying and going to heaven someday. You get to bring heaven to the earth every day. Do me a favor. Please share this message on your social media, on your timeline, and with your friends. I love you, and God loves you more. I'll see you tomorrow morning. God bless you.